Crystal Chronicles, the podcast for and about Sailor Moon Crystal. And here are your hosts, Makuchan, Seiya, Yaten, and Ranma. Hello, and welcome to the Crystal Chronicles, a Sailor Moon podcast dedicated to all things Sailor Moon Crystal. On this podcast, we will discuss the latest episodes and compare them to the original anime and manga. You will get our opinions of the series, animation, voices, and anything else you could possibly think of that ties into the greatness that is Sailor Moon. I warn you now that we will be talking about spoilers, so if you haven't seen the latest episodes, don't complain to us. My name is Mako-chan, and with me for this podcast is a group of people just as obsessed as I am about Sailor Moon. Hi, everybody. Hello. 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 We should be nice. Hello. 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 Meh. Oh. Okay, Apple Bloom. Meh. There, there. You'll be all right. <laughs> so, how is everybody doing today? Mm, pretty good. In desperate of a nap. Yeah. Uh, I could go for a snack. A snack would be nice. Yeah. A nap with, would be nice. Yeah, a snack would go well with all the bottles of Sprite in my fridge and uh, Blue Moon, too. I have four bottles of Sprite in my fridge. That's not enough. I know. <laughs> How do you not end up in a sugar-induced coma? Tell me. Well, that's because I don't sit there and drink them every single day, you know? For right, All right. Fair for, for right now, you know, instead of my usual bottle of Coke for my Tuesday night dinner, mm-hmm. it's a bottle of Sprite. Okay. And as long as 7-Eleven has them on sale, two for $3, I'll be buying them in, um, in bulk. Quick Check has them on sale right now. Buy one, get one for a dollar. So you know what you must do, Padawan. That is why I have four bottles in my refrigerator. Still not enough. I know, but then again, I don't have money to be buying soda for no reason. It's Sprite Remix. That is the reason. (laughs) I don't have money to be buying soda for no reason. So buy you soda for your birthday. Get it. (laughs) <laughs> anyway, introductions go. Nah. I, I got, wow, that was actually loud for you. I'm sad. We cosplay. We're married. Actually, we are too. <laughs> True story. Sorry. <laughs> We're cosplayers and seamstresses, and there was a really nerdy conversation about sewing machines, and we make resin crap, and... No, 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 not resin crap. Just resin stuff. We could make crap out of resin. I don't know why we would. We don't need to make little poop-shaped resin pieces. It's okay. (laughs) Those would be cute, though. They could be paperweights. And over here... Throw them behind people in the car and make them wonder. (laughs) Well, there you go. (laughs) Oh, God. Next! Anyways, that's us. We're sick. In a nutshell. So, anywho, over here, I'm Ranma. I handle the audio side of things, and we've had some slight issues, but I'm slowly hammering away at them to get them better. Outside of that, I run a podcast with Mako-chan, Anime Jam Session, and outside of that, we go to various conventions on the East Coast. If you see us, say hi. Where are you going next? Clovercon, Somerset, New Jersey. Is it a lucky con? I tend to think so because they appreciate our feedback. They do. Very nice. Mm-hmm. It's a very small convention because it is uh, done by the um, 4 H Club. Oh, that's why it's called Clovercon. <laughs> uh huh. And, and all proceeds go right back into the club to make it better. Yep. And that's awesome. I like the fact that there are still not for profit anime related convention stuffs. You're so articulate. Fuck <laughs> off. Uh oh. Said that just fine. 
of two of right today on Sailor Moon Crystal. Yes. So, um, what did you think about that episode? It was good. Are you a man or a woman? Looks <laughs> <laughs> like a lady. Yeah. That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> well, except for it be lady looks like a dude, or the dude looks like a lady. You can't tell. I uh, slowly can see the AMVs to this. <laughs> yeah, I just like if if you actually listen to the pitch of Haruka's voice mm-hmm. when they all find out that Haruka's actually a chick, mm-hmm. her voice octave goes up a little bit. Surprise! It's like, oh, okay, you don't have to go down here anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's not a massive change, but there's even just the conversation that she was having with Usagi when Usagi called her Sailor Uranus and just that little bit of a slight pitch. It's like, okay, don't have to, you know, pretend anymore. I've been outed. Okay. You know, took it very gracefully, too. Mm hmm. I think maybe it was like on purpose as she knew she was going to find out eventually. So, oh, well. Well, I mean, the whole conversation sounded like in a way she was kind of sad, but kind of relieved because, you know, she said she wished she could just keep meeting Usagi normally and meeting in civilian form. You know, that way they wouldn't have to. I don't know how. They, they feel like their mission needs to be completely separate from their princess. And that's got to suck for them. Mm-hmm. Suck, suck, suck. I mean, I, I get it. But some missions have to be done a certain way. But as you can, well, see, it, that's not always the case. Sometimes you, you, you have to realize you have the best of intentions, but it's not working. Revise your plan. All right, we didn't want to get you guys involved, but you know what? Since you're here, but you know, they haven't quite hit that point yet. Nope, not at all. But I'll say this much from watching the episode I want to see a Neptune cosplayer at a con with a guitar throwing the horns up. Throwing the horns up? Yeah. Maybe. Like when you're at a rock concert, think Beavis and Butthead, the horns. Oh. You know yeah, what? I think that would be cool to see, like, punk Neptune with a guitar instead you know of a violin. Yeah. You guys know that there's electric violins, right? Yes. Yeah. And that they come in all sorts of colors? Yes. Yes. But my thing is, player is going to cough up money for one of those. Let me tell you something. If there are cosplayers who will cough up money for a replica guitar to do their Haruko cosplays, they will cough up up the money for the violin. Mm -hmm. Well, that's just the thing. I don't like if you're going to normally cosplay as Neptune. You might cough up the money to do her real violin. But unless you're going to be doing the punk version for, you know, quite a few times, um, I can't see very many people coughing up an electric version. But my- whereas they would cough up the money for an inflatable version <laughs> of a guitar. <laughs> you can rent them, so. Yeah, but if you get damaged at a con, you're you're big. <laughs> they probably just do it for pictures. Yeah, right. I'm still on the hunt for a guitar for Yaten. Guitar. In the musical, Yaten gets a guitar. Mm-hmm. But my thing is, can an electric violin hit that high of a pitch? Though that's yes. my, okay. See that. Yes. <laughs> see, honestly, I, I I didn't know that. You know, so. I used to play the violin. Well, so did I, but only for about a year. 
So that's why you cosplay Michiru. Nope. I'm just kidding. <laughs> nope, it isn't. <laughs> but I do I do get to critique people on their poses when they, you know, pose with a violin and I'm like, mm, you're fingering your frets wrong. <laughs> See, I, I, I picture Yaten there, dressed as Machiru, standing behind the table watching them with the Gendo pose. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yaten is silently judging you. Yeah, You're holding your phone wrong. Yeah. <laughs> You've heard Lindsey Sterling's music, right? Yeah. That's an electric violin. I know it is, but from I have a couple of her albums, but I just don't recall her hitting any high pitches like from I saw from this episode. And if she did, I didn't I didn't notice it. So that's because oh, she yeah, she's all over the scale. Okay, so so what I'm all right. So what I'm going to do during my travels this week is listen to her albums again and, and you know be more attentive. Yeah, yeah, she's all over the scale. Okay. Especially in, I think it was the latest one she just put out, because she's actually having a music battle. Like, that's the whole story of the song. Mm-hmm. So she's actually having a violin battle against, I believe, an electric guitar. Interesting. So yeah. that one's... Yeah. That it's one's not, actually pretty good. Now, is it done like to... A, a punk Michiru owning an electric guitar or not an electric violin and not a guitar. Okay. I can see that. All right. Now in this music battle is the theme. The devil went down to Georgia. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> <laughs> see, I would love to hear her do a cover of that. Oh, no, it's a year old. Hmm? It's a year old. Mm. She just reposted it. Eh, don't matter. It's, I don't know, it's just, um, it was nice that they included that. I mean, I realized she did that in the manga, but it was cool that she's just like, psionic attack now, hi. And it followed up by the, by, um, the world shaking, damn. Yeah, the century just got booked. It was a little jarring that they used the, um, anime music to overpower the violin playing, though. I would have liked to have been able to hear the discordant notes a little more, but that's just more of a personal thing. Because they, they did. They had that whole, you know, rock and roll music going at the same time she's she's playing. And it, yeah, I couldn't hear what she was doing too much. Gotcha. Okay. And again, maybe they did that so the audience's ears wouldn't bleed. That's possible, too. Although I did get a flashback to uh, the original anime. It was really weird. They introduced themselves in the beginning of the episode. And then, you know, um, Sailor Moon felt the need to repeat their names. And it's like, why did you do that? <laughs> Are you a parrot? Yes. I saw you was a cracker. Ah. <laughs> Seriously. It's just, to me, it's sometimes jarring when somebody will say something and then another character, and this is in any anime or even TV show, mm-hmm. somebody will say something and then someone else will feel the need to repeat it word for word. And it's just like, I heard it the first time. I don't know about you, but I don't do that in real life. It's usually followed by, wait, what did they say? And then you repeat it. What do we got here? We got some growth in the Mamoru and Usagi relationship again. They're so cute. They're and not the holy grail. I, I just like the fact that Chibi used to pull the Marty McFly. You know, and this this is why I like Chibi Yusa in this. I don't like her in the original anime. I like her in this, though, because she's cute and she realizes these are her, her parents and currently her guardians, and she's trying to help them. Yeah, it's the original anime very much makes it out as if she's trying to steal Mamaru away from Usagi, where this is she seems content just to be able to hang out with both of them. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's got to be nice because her parents are probably stupid busy. I mean, if she was able to sneak into her mom's room regularly to hang out and look at the cool shit, 
That means her mom and dad weren't around a lot. And she's 900 years old, so that's kind of says a lot. So now she gets to see her mom and dad as they were, I don't know if I want to say they were meant to be, but as she envisioned them, maybe. And yet she knew how to put together the Holy Grail. Actually, I mean, it's <laughs> um, Amaru and Usagi seems like they did all the work. She pawned her homework off on her parents. Yeah, and I want to know how the hell they made it so true to life when the picture that, you know, that she drew versus the picture that's in Mamaru's book looks nothing like what they produced. Yeah, well, so I know this might be spoilers, but I think that actually legit turns into the actual Holy Grail. Because it was built by Usagi and Mamaru. I don't think it does. I, I thought it did. It's been a while since I've read it. I haven't read ahead. I'm trying to 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 keep this as, you know, play by play as I can, because I'm really tempted to like grab my manga and, you know, keep on reading. But um but on the other hand, if you take a look at the it's white, the one that they made, and the wings are slightly different. The wings are actually upside down. If you take a look at the, the one on her shelf. Right, but that's the that that one's based off of the anime, the original anime. I realize they're merchandising merchandising, merchandising. Yeah. They're, they're merchandising it similar, but it was actually white in the manga. Okay. Well it's hard to say it's black and white. No, there's colored pictures of it. Don't be a douche. <laughs> I wanna know how they baked it. Is it like sculpting and they can put it in his oven? Well, they didn't put it in his oven. They it's got to be an air dry clay. <laughs> okay, when no, the crafters are going to shut up now. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I I looked ahead. Sorry, because I kind of had to. Um, no, that does not turn into the real grill. Okay, for some reason I thought it did because it was built with their love. It oh. is built with their love. I'll say that much, but <laughs> their clay rendition did not turn into the Holy Grail. <laughs> what else is in that clay? <laughs> well, she is spending an awful lot of time God, over at his house. so much that she actually had her own PJs. Did you notice that when he had that dream? Her and Shibuya both, they had PJs in his bed. Yeah. And she's still 14. Where are her parents? No, I thought she was 15 in this now. Not yet. It's Not April. Yet. Mar, uh, Mars just had her birthday. Her uh, Usagi's birthday isn't until June. Yep, true, true. She's almost 15, but not quite. Not there yet. So this 14-year-old chick is spending so much time at her boyfriend's house, she has PJs over there. Yep. And normally parents would be like, fuck is going on here? Yeah. Where are you? Why didn't you call me? What are you doing? <laughs> well, this is also Japan. And there are parents that are very much okay with, you know, their soon-to-be high schoolers going off and getting married even before they go to high school. Ew. Yeah. Ew. Yeah. Well, look at Cardcaptor. Yeah. You've got a kindergartner, I think, right? She's in kindergarten? No. Mm-mm. Second grade? No, just think about the... Don't even worry about Cardcaptor, so- the Sakura. Think about the story of her mom and her dad. Yeah, that. that too. 14-year-old girl married her teacher. Well, <laughs> that's part of... That's actually in the manga too one of sakura's um school friends is they're in elementary school yeah she's um in promised love. to the teacher's aide in her class yeah. and they're not they're not doing anything freaky but they both know that when this girl becomes of age they will marry 
Okay. That is very culturally okay there. Well, they've implied that Mamoru and Usagi are sleeping together. Oh, yeah. So here's a thought for you. They started sleeping together at 14. When does Usagi get pregnant with Chibiusa? I would assume at the end of Stars or something That's like my that. guess. No, it actually says she's 22. She gets pregnant and ascends the throne. She manages for almost 10 years to not get her ass knocked up. I would say something, but I won't. Say it. Mamaru's pull-out game is strong. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God, I love you. Do you hear this? I tap out. (laughs) So does he. Anyway, awfully correct. Yes, <laughs> but considering there are other ways to not get pregnant for that long, I doubt it's a pull-out game. Yeah, maybe it's the power of the silver crystal. It <laughs> could be anything. It's not like they go into it. Well, he is going into it. <laughs> 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 oh god so he's buying the economy size boxes of subcontents anyways we got to see our first um, full transformations for Neptune and Uranus <laughs> that was awesome Uranus boobies Yay! Yeah, I uh, am kind of surprised, but not really at just how much it's based off of the original. See, yeah. at this point, if the Tumblr rights are still arguing that Haruka is a dude, I have no problem taking a two by four and beating some sense into them. And they still will. Oh, yeah. <laughs> What they will say is that she she is transgender. She, she calls on the power of her twin sister to transform. Oh, and Jesus. Wrong arc. <laughs> Wasn't that what France did? No, it's Italy. Italy. There it was is. Italy and stars. Italy. <sighs> I call upon the power of my twin sister. <laughs> so where is the twin sister hanging out in the meantime? Just hanging out in like the void? He whips it out. (laughs) In another dimension. He whips it out. (laughs) Yikes. Where they all keep their transformation pens. Some people have transformation pens in that ethereal pocket. Is it these twin sisters? No, it's the same place Deadpool kept his lollipop ring. Oh. It's the same place Hiro keeps his guns. Yeah, that true. Spandex space. <laughs> or if you're more along the lines of Rumika Takahashi, Hammer Space. Did you really think that, you know, that bulge was my junk? <laughs> I don't have junk in my trunk. I don't have junk. I'm a boy. Oh, God. Uh, Y'all are just terrible today. We had legit caramel macchiatos and no, we're a little no, wait, wait. wait. Is that a gun in your pocket, or are you just happy to see me? <laughs> oh, jeez. Do, do not let the OTP peers into this. And I'm looking at you there, Mako-chan. I'm not saying anything. Mm-hmm. But I really like the trans- updated transformation sequences back on track. I-, I think that they were very cool. I mean, it was very, very, very much like the old ones. They just kind of cleaned it up. And the other thing is, it's kind of cool how they did the transformation sequences this time. When you watch as um, Peruka starts to transform, when she goes in the old anime cross uh, her wand in front of her, it is very blatant and slow. And you basically see Uranus boobs. In this one, it is real fast. She's like, look, I'm the wind. Woo! And she's backwards. <laughs> like, okay, well, all right, you're fast. And then Machida, when she does hers and she moves her wand in front of her, 
her, her pen, she actually moves it up and down like the waves. It goes boinky, boinky, boinky. Yep. <laughs> it was funny. I, I had to play it a few times. I'm like, this is funny. Well, the other thing that was interesting to me was the uh, symbols are sideways. Well, they start right side up and then they turn side. They, they start right side up. When you see them in the very beginning, when they call out their henchmen, they start right side up and then they turn sideways. And they do that on their forehead too. When it appears, it appears right side up. And then by before the tiara comes, it turns sideways. I thought that was weird. So I was like, why are you turning sideways? <laughs> I think sometimes they just throw extra stuff in there to see if those who watch the original will spot the differences. Or they're... I, I like the fact that their their planetary symbols show up before their tiaras do. I don't remember that being the case in the old anime. I think they did that. No, I don't think they did. No, we have to rewatch. We'll have to watch old um, Henshin. But um, and it, and Uranus's lipstick is very subtle. It appears. It, it does the whole lip shiny thing. Yeah, but it isn't like in your face in the way it was in the old anime. Even Machida's is a little more subtle. When her lipstick appears, yeah, they 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 definitely they updated the background, they updated the movements to fit them a little more, but they also subtled some stuff out to to let you know that these are a little more mature ladies working on here. These are their senpai. Well, I'm wondering if they're going to upright the symbols when they stop being assholes. No, I, I think that's just. The thing, babe. They don't don't keep it. It, uh, it has uh, to be right side up. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, no. She's really anal retentive about certain things. OCD. And that's gonna that is gonna bother her until OCD. the end of the series. Party of one. <laughs> no, I don't want no. No. Well, that's no. you. Go away. She's actually going to the source. Yes, she is. I told you. I told you. Say, uh, listen, we all have our vices for that. I mean, come on. My thing is Ronma one half. You think if they were going to do a reboot, you think I wouldn't go back to the original TV episodes and manga and be like, okay, this is right. This is wrong. Please. Let them redo Pokemon or Digimon or Gundam Wing. Mako Chan be just as bad. No symbol here. Oh, is this the, the battle at Queen Barrel? No, they're showing me all of Mercury's tensions. Okay. So I watched Classic, the original. None there. God, we're going to get Eternal. I'm so excited. Ah! Mercury Planet Power. The only symbol we're getting is the symbol on their henshin wand. Right. I told you. <laughs> For some reason, I thought it was there, but maybe that was just a Sailor Moon thing. I know, like, in certain movies and certain episodes, when they give Sailor Moon power, their symbols appear. And that's about it. Yeah. What's that That dream hole movie? What is that called? With uh, Batame? I know at one point they give Chibi Moon and Sailor Moon their power and their tiaras go away and their planetary symbols come out. I wonder if they're going to redo those movies. Uh, Sailor Moon, the quest for more money. (laughs) Don't make me go into the spiel. (laughs) So, yeah. Anywho. And and that was just Mercury that I was looking at. Right. But I like the updated transformations. The old ones were good. But this is really cool. Yeah, and it's taking the old ones, the, the same concept, and just making it look a little nicer. More modern. <laughs> um, and we got the, the Space Sword Blaster. Dude, what did we think about Mercury flying out the window? Yeah. I started thinking Wonder Woman. I don't know why, but it just <laughs> did. And like, She's earned the ability to instantly transform without a sequence, you know, so. Transformation. (laughs) I thought that was really badass, man. She hit the water and transformed. Yep. I thought that was pretty cool. And then she fucking backflips out of the water, too. Did you catch that? She didn't, like, swim out. She, like, fucking flew out, did, like, a backsplit, and then did the splits. 
Well, like, if you think about it, water is her bitch, so she gonna make her bitch work for her. So, okay, I can get that. Mm-hmm. And more communicators coming into play. I love they're using their toys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, again, we had this was the one time we had a difference, but this has been a consistent difference where Mercury did not defeat the Louis by herself. Well, in, in the book, I believe Sailor Moon actually attacks yeah. um, Vilui. And Sailor Moon didn't attack at all this time. Which is, again, they're listening to us. Give the girls more screen time! Yeah, so this is where we had our one difference again. Um, no, there were a few other There were a differences. couple others, I think, but there was teeny tiny, like the... Luna, they had to ask Luna and Artemis for information and about them, and Luna and Artemis volunteered it in the manga. No, it's not really that important, so... Right. And there was a little difference in the translation of Sailor, well, Haruka's famous line. Now, that actually is kind of important. So, in the manga, it's translated as what? You've got it right there. Yeah, hang on. I'm trying to find the exact line. Give me a second. All right. Oh, okay. Um, so, in the manga, it's... And we checked on Miss Dreams, and I think she translates it the same way. Very closely, yeah. It's translated, you know, Usagi says, are you a man or a woman? And... Haruka says, is it really important? A man or a woman, is that really important? She said, is it really that important? And in this one, she says, um, does it matter if I'm a man or a woman? There's a slightly different context. It's all about context and subtleties and stuff. So make of that what you will. Mm. Well, it's not like she asked if she was a man or a Muppet. (laughs) Oh, God. God. That movie. Shut up. (laughs) Well, we now know what uh, Sheldon looks like as a mother. Yes. Yes. And it's not much different. I like Jim Parsons. Don't get me wrong. Hold on. I'm going to duck out of the way of that shot, okay? Um... But yeah, there's a slight difference, and you know, I don't speak the language, so I don't, I can't speak to the actual translation of it. But at least in the English language, it, it, it gives you a slightly different context. Yeah, but at least they're not cousins. <laughs> We're getting an incredibly gay Haruka and Machiru, and I am a happy clan. <laughs> well, I will say this. What? Um, in the next episode, uh huh, there is no freaking question about whether she's a man or a woman. <laughs> Did you really have to say clam? <laughs> yes. Say you're terrible. I love you for it. <laughs> But yeah, in the manga, Mercury mostly fights Lilui all by herself, and then um, Sailor Moon shows up with the crew kind of behind her, and she's about to attack, and then Uranus and Neptune kind of steal the show. And do Oscar you. Yep. Well, t- take a look, man. So Uranus busts out her space sword. She not only kills Baluie, but she takes out the two diamond at the same at damn time. At the exact same time. How cool is that bitch? Way past. And everyone's left going, holy crap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> what about you guys? Anything stand out for you? I just like that Satsuna's back. Mm-hmm. Yay, poo! <laughs> Guess who's back? Back I'm again. I'm surprised you didn't bring up the interplay between Mako and Chibiusa. Out of all of them, it seems like Mako, whenever Chibi's upset, Mako's like, it's okay. And pat, pat, pat. I think that's super cute. Mako's got this, like, mom instinct. Yeah, um, the whole thing is Makoto doesn't see herself at all as feminine. 
Mm-hmm. And then everybody else is like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> it's kind of like Rin and Love Life. Mm. But yeah, no, seriously, she is total mom material. Oh I, yeah, she's everybody's mom in this freaking thing. And it's like, oh, here, let me make you a sandwich. Food. <laughs> yeah. Cooking mama? Mm-hmm. Oh. I love me some Makoto. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, anytime any of the girls are having a difficult time, she's always the one that pops up and goes, want to talk about it? <laughs> oh, um, we haven't talked about the dream sequence yet. Oh, the dream sequence that Mamoru had and uh, apparently passed on to Usagi. That was kind of neat. With the Messiah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I caught that. Did you catch who the silhouette was? Yes. Yes, I did. In the manga, you if you look really hard, you can see who it is, but it's but it's they really, did a really good job of like masking it. Yeah, you can't it, it's really difficult to see it in the manga, but in in this one it was very clear who that was. And well, Yaten froze the frame. That that would be helpful. <laughs> well, we watched it the first time and I was like, wait. That that wasn't Saturn. And that wasn't Neo Queen Serenity either. It was Princess Serenity. Because you can see her arm poofies. You can see her arm poofies, you can see her bow, you can see her dongos, and her pigtails. So when we watched it the second time, I actually froze the frame and I was like, yep. I have to ask, so why do you think Chibiusa wasn't allowed in Queen Serenity, Neo Queen Serenity's bedroom? Hmm. I would assume it as like, you know, you tell kids you're not allowed in your mommy or daddy's bedroom for reasons being because I am your parent and I told you so. But maybe in this, there is stuff that's in the bedroom that could kind of reveal stuff that she isn't supposed to know, such yep. as the Holy Grail. Yep. Makes you wonder about this whole timeline thing when she's got all of these artifacts from her past and her kid is not allowed to see them. Uh-huh. That was an... I, I, I was talking to Yaten about that. I thought that was an interesting bit of information. I mean, I know that you know, my mom, until I got older, I wasn't allowed to look through stuff in her room. And then, you know, as I got older and I could understand, I mean, I could look through and, like, I saw my dad's war medals and stuff like that. But, you know, for Chibiusa, she flat out said that there are relics in there. So. Relics and gems and things like that. Right. Yeah. I wonder if the gems she's speaking of are for certain stones. Uh-huh. From Mamaru. Uh-huh. Except for she said it was in her mom's room and her mom's bed. So, no, his uh, the stones would probably be in his room. Why would they have separate rooms? That's weird. He would have um, a man cave. It's a common thing in royalty, actually. It's they, still weird. I would <laughs> say, well, I look at it this way. Mamoru has a man cave. I mean, come on. That's an awfully big bed to just sleep in by yourself. I agree. And I think it's really, I personally don't agree with it. But it wasn't until, it's a still a fairly modern convention for, for couples to share the same bed on a regular basis. Well, this is the future we're talking about. Then why didn't she call it her parents' room? I have no idea. And mom's software. Or in this case, mom, matriarchy, who runs shit, you know? So even though if it's their parents' room, it's still whose room? Yeah, but she seemed really close to her dad, at least when we saw her in the last arc. You know, she's, her dad would take her out and talk to her about stuff. It was her mom who didn't have time for her. Mm. She seemed more resentful of Usagi, uh, Queen Serenity, than of Mamoru. Which would explain why she tried to capture him. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> but it's all supposition. But I just thought that that was kind of cool. So why wouldn't she be allowed in her mom's room? Or maybe yep. she... Maybe she set that up because she knew Chibiusa wasn't going there anyway, so... 
Either that or she wanted to ensure that she went in there because what is the best way to get a kid to do something? Not to do it. Tell them not to do it. Don't do the thing. They go and do the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, if you think about it, I don't, if I remember correctly, uh, Neo Queen Serenity didn't get upset about the missing um, jewel after Chibiusa confessed to the whole thing, you know? Right. Nope. She was just glad to have her daughter back. Because I, 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 I guess, because if, because I believe, you know, the whole thing, don't tell a kid to do it and they'll do it. I think that was her way of raising Chibi as a trainer, let her know this is what happened in the past. Here's some information what you need to know to prepare yourself for the future. And, you know, I know she's supposed to be 900, but for a little kid, she's doing really good. They ask her, you know, you miss mom and dad. Do you want to go home? And she's like, no, I'm not going home. I, I told my mom I would not come home until I was a full, full-fledged soldier. Talk about your independent woman. <laughs> I think we've run out of stuff now. Yeah. Let Mako Chan get some food. <laughs> All right. Well, was there anything you didn't like about the episode? Uh, not really. Um, no. Not really. The only thing that bothered me were the sideways symbols. <laughs> <laughs> I think they did it on purpose just to mess with you. Probably. And any other OCD person in the audience. <laughs> All right. So is there anything in the next episode that you're looking forward to? More poo. <laughs> All right. You want to rephrase that? <laughs> Yay, more poo. That's always something to be excited about. Yes. Yes, it is. Yes. And it's somewhat Mako-centric. Oh, it's it's the little... Not Valui, it's the um, Supreme. Is that her mm-hmm. name? Supreme episode. When do we get Telu? Oh, no, Telu, that's it. Yes, Telu. Telu, Telu's the green one. Yep. It's all plenty. And you get to see Makoto's house. Oh, well, you saw her, her apartment briefly when um, the little uh, Kohai dude came over. Mm-hmm. The hat crush on her. Mm-hmm. Had a crush on thermometer too. <laughs> yep. And then you get to see Haruka with boobs. Haruka with boobs. Boobies. Yeah, if they keep her outfit the same, she's basically wearing what look like um leather shorts and a leather belly halter top thingy. <laughs> <laughs> she's just there. It's like, I don't have to hide anymore. Yay! Is this the one where they explain about the apartments, too? That you get uh, little insight on Japanese idols? I don't know about that one. All I know is that they're walking down the street and Usagi starts chasing after them. Okay. At one point, I know uh, Haruko and Michiru, they go back to one of their apartments and you find out, and I mean, this is common knowledge for Japanese people, but not not so much for American people, that a lot of these people, the reason why, uh, like Takarazuka, this is very important. They don't get paid very much for what they do. Their fan clubs support them. Mm-hmm. So Haruka and Michiru's apartments, everyone's like, that's by their parents. No, that's their fan clubs paying for that. The reason why they live high on a hog and the reason why Haruka was guarding her, her gender so jealously is because if people knew she was a chick instead of a dude, her fans might leave her and then she doesn't have a place to live. Mm. All that shit gets paid by the fan club. Yep, yep, yep. Surprise! Although they have that whole gender identity thing over there. Takata Zuka fans know very well that they're supporting the... Um, Female dressing as male was the Oisoya Muzumer. I can't pronounce it. I I can't. I just suck. But uh, yeah, they know that they're supporting, you know, masculine looking women and they don't care. They send them a lot of money. Mm -hmm. But on the other hand, it is flat out in their contracts. They are not allowed to break character as long as they are employed in the Takarazuka because they have to keep the appearance up of being masculine. Interesting. Did not yep. know that. 
there's a whole bunch of unwritten rules for taco, taco bazooka. <laughs> like you're not allowed to, like if you happen to run into them at the grocery store, cause you happen to be in an area where they are, unlike the U S you do not walk up and talk to them. If they make eye contact and say hello to you, then you can talk to them. And you're not allowed to call your friends. You're not allowed to say, Hey, I just saw Tanny down at the, uh, sorry, that's the nickname for uh, the Mamaru uh, actress for uh, um, Sailor Moon. I just saw Tanny down at the stop and go, you know? You can't tell your friends that, because you're not allowed to draw attention to that. They have a whole bunch of rules that are really interesting. It's, an, it's, a, it's a cultural thing. Yeah, something we need to apply here, but you know... It would never happen. <laughs> yeah... It would be lovely, but it would never happen. Yeah. I can't imagine, you know, going into New York City, living there, you know, like some of these people. And then, you know, you go into the grocery store and there's, you know, Mark Ruffalo or somebody. Leave them alone. Let them grocery shop. Isn't <laughs> Thank you. All right. Yay. So any last words for this stuff? I'm really liking how this is coming out so far. I don't know about you guys, but I'm really, really impressed with how this is going. Same here. I mean, whatever you Nothing y'all about the intro and outro? Oh, shit. No. Okay, uh, there you go. <laughs> that new exit. Okay. Before we continue, as producer of this podcast, and the fact that I do value my life, I will not be changing the ending sequence of the podcast. Uh. Yeah. All right. Well, first, the new singer for the opening, she can't hold a note to save her life. Uh, she sounds like an Obachan. <laughs> well, there will be another cover of this song coming soon, so. <laughs> and there will be another ending theme as well. Yeah, three different openings, three different endings. Right. I just, I would... Yeah, I liked the slow version better because at least that person, you know, held the note. Whereas this one's like, (laughs) and it just drives me nuts. And then, of course, there's the Chibiusa ending and you just want to vomit, go vomit some bunnies and rainbows somewhere. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's way too cutesy. And I way too cutesy. Supposed to be cutesy, but no. Yeah. I'm sure that there's some Chibi Uso fans somewhere that think it's adorable, but <laughs> not digging it. Nope. So we're like what six episodes in or something like that. So I guess it'll be another another five more before we hear the next uh, change. No, because there's only thirteen episodes, so it could only be like three episodes, four episodes. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah, because we're on. Act 30, so that's five episodes, right? Six episodes? Five five episodes. I think five. I think we've only, this is number five. Yeah. Yeah. So probably another four episodes and then another four episodes for the last one. I'm thinking Chibiusa and Hotaru for the last one. What do you think? Well. No, the last one is. uh, Mamoru. Mamoru. Oh, really? It's. Yeah. Well, they announced what they're going to be? Actually, yeah, the yeah. songs are actually out already. Oh, I didn't know actually, that. Actually, they're not out yet. Well, they're not out yet, but you can listen to them. Yeah, yeah. Like the actual albums will be out. The second album will be out in two weeks, and the third album will be out next month. It seems that like one or two of the Sailor Moon sites picked up on this and broke it down, whereas other anime sites that picked up on this didn't mention anything about extra uh, songs. Uh, that's why I was caught up. Father needs some love. He he doesn't get enough attention in this. Mm. In the first series, I mean, he was like, I mean, the, the original anime, he got all of the attention. It was like, I'm here, I'm saving you, I'm leaving. But this time around, he's definitely taking a supporting role. So you know what? He can have his ending song. I'm okay with that. Although Pooh needs some love. <laughs> yeah, so we all know who she would like to love on her. Are you trying to say Mamoru is along the lines of Tenshi Masaki here? Yes. Okay. I think we've already established that with just how many 
of the villains in the original run wanted in his pants for some reason. See, it kind of make me want to go find clips of that and throw it together and redo the Tenchi Muyo intro just because. Well, a prince is a very hot commodity, apparently. And if you're the lucky princess, you'll pop out four kids. (laughs) (laughs) Or just one after 900 years. Very well, then. Yikes. Maybe that's why they have separate rooms. It got pregnant and ascended the throne. And Shibiusa is 900 years old, so... I think that she had Shibiusa and then... And then he started pulling out again? (laughs) No, well, you know, they imply that... um, they uh, uh, the the royalty can only have one kid, so he didn't have to pull out anymore. He knew that he was okay. Oh, okay. So one shot. Unless you're talking about the alternative stories. Uh, what did they uh, Kosagi? Mm-hmm. And if I hear one more person imply that Kosagi is Saya's kid, I'm gonna freaking hit the roof. <laughs> Don't hit the don't hit the roof. Just hit them with a two by four. You'll feel better. And less of a headache. All right. So anything else? No. I think that pretty much covered it. I think we good, fam. Alrighty. So everybody say goodbye and let people know where you can be found. Goodbye. I can be found at home. <laughs> Smart ass. <laughs> Mako, how long have we been doing this? You should know by now. Mm-hmm. You can find Yaten and I all over the place. Um, Facebook, if you want to see us cosplay, and I'm actually putting up pictures now because we have stuff. Um, we Yay. are Kim Revolution. Yeah, 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 shut up. Um, Kinmoku Revolution, if you want to see the pretty stuff we make for other people, it's starlet.creations for Facebook. If you want to follow us on Twitter, anything I post on Facebook shows up on Twitter, and that is just Starlet Creation. Um, Instagram is our behind-the-scenes stuff, so while I'm working on stuff, I post pictures. That is Starlet Creation, and Tumblr, if we ever get around to updating it, is also Starlet Creation. Programming Tumblr takes a backseat. Yeah. And so, you know, once you're done checking out their awesome Facebook page and Twitter and Instagrams and stuff, you can swing by and check out me and Mako-chan Tuesday nights on the Vogue Network as we run Anime Jam Session. We talk about anime cons, conventions, everything in between, and a little bit of railing to the left and to the right, depending on what's happened. And outside of that is our Facebook page, Anime Jam Session, and our Twitter, you know, same similar name and all that cool stuff. So, yeah. Woot. Alrighty then. So thanks for listening. Our podcast runs every week and will usually be posted before the weekend. Catch us on iTunes and visit our Facebook group at The Crystal Chronicles. You can check out our website too at thecrystalchronicles.com where we will be posting news, information, and episode breakdowns. And Sailorman says, see you next time. For more information about this podcast, check us out at thecrystalchronicles.com. Thanks for listening. Podcast no hikari wa no message. Kimikawa te ashokyo.